Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. I am joined by my lovely wife and co-host, Christina. Say hello. Hi. And today we are going to be talking about animals that you should know at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, This came, another, of course, all the good ideas come from Christina. But I think this is kind of uh, started off because uh, we were talking about how Disney doesn't take good use of social media and kind of connect guests with animals like many other uh, parks do. I know you are particularly into that. Yeah. Before we go to a zoo, I'll usually check out their social media. And some of them do really playful things and help you to get to know not just the zoo, but the animals in particular. Now, Disney does a little bit of this, but not enough. I mean, there are some really... um, some really good we- good social medias, particularly on Instagram. Um, I'm not a TikToker, so I don't know if there's on TikTok or not. But Instagram is a, a good place to find like different uh, zoos that do this kind of thing. But before we start delving into our animals that you should know, we're going to do five, and we'll probably revisit this series somewhere down the in, down the road and kind of talk a little bit about a couple of other animals at Disney's Animal Kingdom. But before we start delving into the five that I've picked for today, I want to remind you to go to our Tee Public store. You can find the Tee Public store on um, the, my profile on uh, Twitter, at everyone and at the, my Instagram, Safari underscore Mike, and also on our uh, Instagram page that's run by Dave, uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. You will get links to our Tee Public store. And now... Featuring uh, T-shirts or hoodies or stickers or mugs or whatever you'd like that Tee Public does um, on these five animals that we're going to talk about today. Christina has designed them, but not only is there that, but there's also um, all sorts of Disney Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge related stuff. Dawa Bar, Nomad Lounge, uh, Pangani Forest Trail, et cetera, et cetera. Um, almost all of them, uh, only the first couple that we did were not designed by Christina, but there's a whole bunch on there. So I recommend you go on there, purchase T-shirts and hoodies and whatnot. Every dime we make is goes to uh, conservation of some type. We have just donated a lot to penguin conservation. And I think we're going to be doing something different, and we're going to talk about this as we're going along here. But uh, do you want to talk about your designs or anything like that before we get started? No, just, you know, if one of these animals you connect with and you think is great and you want to kind of fan out with them, you know, go and check out Stella's shirt or Anala's or 
anything like that. And this is one of the things we, we talked about in prior shows is that other zoos, if you go to a zoo and let's say, uh, you know, there's a hippo that's popular on Instagram, you could buy T-shirts with, you know, for that hippo or whatever. I'm thinking of uh, the one in Cincinnati Zoo, Fiona, I think is the name of the one that. I mean, I might. That one in Cincinnati. Yeah, the Cincinnati Zoo. There's a couple. There was one in San Antonio too, right? Yeah, they have two hippos there. I don't remember the names. That's okay, but But that they really do a lot with. They do a lot on their social media and stuff. So, but the first animal we're going to talk about was, and it may be the most recognizable. I don't know. There was a lot of uh, social media buzz about Stella, the elephant. Stella is the most recognizable. I think that's the most well-known in terms of social media. She is, of course, one of the elephants that was born at Disney's Animal Kingdom that you can find in the uh, Kilimanjaro Safari. She was born in December of 2016, and her parents are Mac and Donna. Mac um, was from the Indianapolis Zoo, and Donna was from the Rio Grande Zoo. And this is an example of uh, the SSP program that we've talked about on numerous occasions Um in the past, I won't bore you with the details of the species survival plan now, but just to say that animals jump around at all different zoos to make sure the genetics uh, is is good. So it's basically one population of African elephants throughout this country. And um, Stella is a product of Mac and Donna. She's got two sisters, Luna and Nadira. And I've seen, and you can see Stella on um, The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is, of course, the show on Disney Plus that um, talks about Disney's Animal Kingdom. Stella was on one of those episodes. Um, But she is very gregarious. She was very, uh, when she was certainly when she was younger, she was always running around and and getting in trouble. Um, Any thoughts on Stella? Well, I just, when we did Caring for Giants, they made sure to point her out and they talked about her kind of as a tie-in to talk about uh, the work that they do there and the species survival plan. So they do um, bring her up during the Caring for Giants tour and and uh, and you get to know her a little bit more there. The Caring for Giants tour is fantastic. I know we, we've done a review of this in the past, so go check out uh, the show about that. But we did the elephant one, Caring for Giants, and they do take you backstage. And like Christina was saying, they do talk about Stella. They actually even talk about Stella on the on the safari ride itself. It's one of the few that they almost you know, they mention more often than others on on uh, other animals. Period on um, Kilimanjaro Safari. The elephant exhibit. If you do do caring for giants, and again, I recommend it. It's not that much. It was only like what, like thirty bucks or something like that for for an hour. I think so. I think we got a, a discount. Uh, there's all sort. They give discounts for annual and DVC. Yeah, maybe my DVC or it yeah. Was only five off. It really wasn't that expensive, um, and it, and it's a nice break from you know the the lines and the crowds and all of that. And it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a truly unique experience. I thought it was great. Um, I think the rhino one that they do now is a little bit more money and a little bit more time, and but you do actually get to pet a rhino in some cases, so that sounds pretty cool. But do caring for giants. Of course, Disney's Animal Kingdom has African elephants, which are much harder to keep up uh, than Asian elephants. Uh, I say this every once in a while, that the African elephant is the most dangerous animal in any zoo, and that is because... And while obviously tigers and polar bears will eat keepers, um, 
elephants require a lot more hands-on care. They have the keepers have to go in there. They have to check the feet, make sure the nails are okay, check the skin, and all that kind of stuff. Things that are dangerous, like polar bears and tigers, they are nowhere near them. They have doors, usually two doors, between them and and, and those animals. And if an elephant gets a little annoyed and just nudges you, that'll throw you across the room. <laughs> They're so big and so dangerous. But um, they were awfully cute. And Stella, when she was a baby, was awfully cute. So that is the first one that I want to talk about. Any other thoughts about it? Stella or any idiot? How old is she now? She was born in 2016 at the end. So she is six years old. Okay. Six in a few months. Um, speaking of babies born in Disney's Animal Kingdom. The next one I want to talk about is Jabare, which is one of the male Maasai giraffes at um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, also on the safari. He was born on the savannah on January 14, 2019. And the reason I know that date in particular is because I have a picture from that day on my phone dated because somebody uh, in this room actually was there when Jabari was born. I would just tell us a little bit about that. Well, I don't know what your connection was, but I was at Disney World for the marathon, happened to be at Animal Kingdom that day. And I think you called me and said, get over <laughs> to the safari. The the mama giraffe's about to have her baby. So uh, I have my kids with me. I don't know how I made it in time, but rushed over there got on the safari, and then they stopped us. So the car in front of me, they cleared out of the area. My car stopped. So we were the first ones let through once the actual birth had taken place. And there's still all this goo and <laughs> everything is just kind of wiggling around, hadn't even stood yet. It was magical. And Jabari, of course, is still there. She's uh, He, I should say, is still at Disney's Animal Kingdom. His name means brave in Swahili. And apparently, according to the, the keepers in, uh, on, you know, on Twitter or on uh, Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, he's a very curious uh, kind of giraffe. In fact, when they let him out on the savannah on the first day, sometimes baby giraffes, and there's been quite a few at Disney's Animal Kingdom, uh, baby giraffes, kind of are slow to go out and slowly check things out, but not Jabari. He ran right out onto the savannah because although he was born on the savannah, they then kept him off exhibit for a couple of months to make sure he bonded with his mother and all of that kind of stuff. Um, he has actually a heart shape. It's, it's hard to see, but one of his one of the patterns on his neck uh, is shaped like a heart. Aww. So if you do see that on a giraffe, that is Jabari. His parents are Mara and George, again, part of the SSP program. He has two sisters there. Um, both were born in 2018, Amira and Ella. Um, and Jabari was uh, unusual in, an, in another way. Most of the time, the keepers get to name the animals, unless they have like some sort of poll on social media, which they've done once or twice in the past. But usually it's the keepers that name them. This time the keepers for Jabari, they let um, the safari truck drivers name Jabari oh. because they're so integral and, you know, the people seeing the uh, the giraffes and stuff like that. So that is Jabari. And just for just to touch on a little things about um, about Maasai giraffes, they are the only ones that you actually see on the Kilimanjaro safaris. When the 
Park first opened, they were both reticulated and Maasai, but now they've just keep the Maasai on the safari. If you want to see reticulated, just go hop on over to the animal uh, African, um, the Animal Kingdom Lodge, excuse me, where the reticulated are on that savanna. There are only about 32,000 left in the wild. They are endangered. They're poached. There's lots of habitat loss. Um, and actually, there's been a couple of new babies on the savanna uh, recently, the maple and zella. And the reason that maple is named maple is because maple has a maple leaf-shaped uh, uh, pattern on her neck or on her body. Um, anyway, so that is Jabari. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Jabari, before we move on to no, another biggie? Obviously, I feel connected with Jabari. And we've already sold some Jabari T-shirts, so <laughs> get on there and buy some Jabari T-shirts. Oh, that's amazing. We hadn't even had this out. Because everyone loves the animals. That's why you go to Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah, and, you know, I hope that this show kind of, like, lets you in a little bit on these animals and, Mm -hmm. you know, feel a little bit more connected. One of the ones that were very popular on uh, Instagram and is also on an episode of The Making of Disney's Animal Kingdom first season, I don't remember which episode, I probably should have looked that up before we started this, but be that as me, is Grace. Grace is a gorilla at um, on the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Grace was born on May 1, 2019. Her mother is Kashada, and her father is Gino, who is uh, the male gorilla with the family troop, not in the um, bachelor herd. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But Grace was named, I'm sure you don't know the answer to this, but do you know why Grace was named? Grace? <laughs> no. Grace is actually the name of a conservation center founded by uh, Diane Fossey, uh, who, of course, was famous for studying the uh, gorillas. It stands for the Gorilla Rehabilitation and Conservation Education. That's Grace. Center. It's in the Congo. It does a lot in terms of uh, studying gorillas, but more importantly, it actually does a lot in terms of teaching locals and, you know, helping reduce um, poaching and making the local population, it's the education part of the education center, make the local population aware of how endangered these animals are and how important they are. They also rehabilitate orphan gorillas who are orphaned by, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, uh, larger gorillas are poached um, for horrible reasons, you know, for... People think certain parts of their body or cure diseases, and they also Aren't make... is that any reason to poach a horrible reason? Any reason to poach, but they also <laughs> use their... And, and I, I don't really don't get this, but they use their hands as ashtrays. Do they still do that? I they thought that was an 80s thing. It, 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 it was, but it still, it still happens in the wild. Not as much as you're right in the past. That has gone away to some degree, but it's still... It still happens. So, unfortunately... The, well, maybe not unfortunately, but babies are not poached for that reason um but they're often orphaned in the wild if their you know mother is poached so this place um uh uh, you know provides um care for these orphan gorillas and releases them back into the wild and because they actually were way back when we had uh www.jomboeveryone.com which was our blog and kind of information since it's been gone for a little while now nobody blogs anymore um grace was one of our five conservation partners. And we would, when we used to sell T-shirts, we'd split it up between the five that we did. I propose that we, uh, our next set of uh, funds that we raise for selling T-shirts, such as the Grace T-shirt, uh, go to Grace. 
and go to the conservation center in the Congo because it, it is a great it is a great place. Um, one of the things before I move on to another gorilla, that's sort of a bonus one here. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Grace before we move on? No. Okay. Her father is Gino. Now, Gino is 41 years old. He's been at the Animal Kingdom before people were at the Animal Kingdom. He was there. Um, they, op- they built the uh, exhibits um, months ahead of the time that um, people actually went into the Animal Kingdom so that the animals could be on exhibit for uh, you know, a few months before people started rolling through. So Gino was there from the beginning. And Gino... Um, is a, a little unusual for a male gorilla in that he's very playful. He plays a lot with the with the kids. Most male gorillas in charge of a, a, a group um, are kind of standoffish, but he's not. But he was the he he also makes a lot of eye contact with guests. So if you happen to see the male gorilla in that one exhibit, uh, it's Gino. He he will make eye contact with you. But Gino um, is so. Um, Reserved. He's so like gentle. He really is a gentle giant. Um, he um, is the first gorilla that they actually let take cardiac ultrasounds without having any anesthesia. They taught him how to just come over to the keepers and get a cardiac ultrasound just to make sure he's 41 years old. He's 400 pounds. So 41 is getting a little older for gorillas. Gorillas can live to be like 50 or 60. So he's getting up there in, in age. And they're keeping good tabs of him by, and they don't have to anesthetize him so that he's not knocked out. And that's, of course, you know, there's always a danger to that. Mm-hmm. And other zoos have um, learned from Gino and have learned how to do that um, with uh, their gorillas. So dozens of zoos now do this where they do cardiac ultrasounds and, and other care without having have to put the gorilla out. And he is actually um, the SSP program for the gorilla has a logo of a male gorilla, and it's Gino. He is the symbol of the SSP program for the gorillas. So it's just an interesting side story. That is Grace's father, and he's been a longtime resident of Disney's Animal Kingdom, so check him out. And I promised I would mention this uh, briefly in that um, there are two gorilla exhibits as at Disney's Animal Kingdom. There's the family group, which have Grace and the females and Gino, and then there's across the path on the other side of the uh, the family group is the bachelor group where there's a couple of big old uh, male gorillas um, that live. In, and this is actually how they uh, actually have uh, live in the wild. You'll have a, one male has his family group. There's usually three, four, five, six females and they're young. And males, once they leave the family group or get bigger, um, join bachelor groups waiting out their time to sort of take over a family troop of their own. So it's very naturalistic the way Disney has these exhibits set up. Um, and it's a great exhibit. I think the gorilla exhibit's one of the best in the world in terms of uh, exhibiting gorillas. I don't Any thoughts on that? Oh, I mean, I love it. It's, it, it is really good. And, um, I mean, obviously, it, it's popular <laughs> It's a great, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great exhibit, and I think gorillas are, people seem to... That that is my only down part of it, is it is so popular, and people love it so much, Mm. sometimes it gets packed. It is really hard to, I mean, there's just so many people. Yeah. Um, It's still worth it go through it (laughs) but but that's how popular it is. People really love it, and there are people that 
we'll just hang out and and with the gorillas. Especially in the first exhibit, when you first walk to the gorillas, you have that little setup where they have like uh, some artifacts and things like that, and there's the window where the the the, the family troop is, and that can really get packed That's, when you yeah. when you go around and Even see on the bridge. There's more room to space out, right? For sure, right? But unfortunately, a lot of times the well, not unfortunately, but a lot of times the family tends to be by the window. That's because they put like treats and stuff by the window so that. They tend to stick by there. Anyway, let's move on to our fourth animal, and that is Anala. For the first time, we are moving away from Africa, and we're going to the Maharaja Jungle Trek, because Anala is one of the Sumatran tigers. Her name is Sanskrit for fiery, um, and apparently that fits her personality. She's five years old now. Uh, Sumatran tigers are very endangered. Um, They are one of the most endangered tigers in the world. There's only about 400 left in the wild. So the birth of Anada and her sister Jetta uh, in August of 2017 was very important because there's just not that many. And unbeknownst to Christina and I, we actually uh, may have seen Jetta. Jetta was, uh, as I said, um, Anala's sister. They were born together, uh, born as a pair of twins. Jetta was since transferred off to the San Antonio Zoo due to the SSP program so that Jetta could uh, breed with, uh, you know, uh, unrelated tigers over in San Antonio. And Christine and I were recently at San Antonio. And um, in fact, we'll be doing a, we, I, we recorded a show about the San Antonio Zoo that hasn't been published yet, but it will be probably before this is even out. I think what's funny is you and I had a whole conversation about the SSP program and how this was part without knowing that that was, that the tiger we were looking and discussing was from the animal kingdom and that program specifically. Now, uh, Anala's parents are Sony. Um, and for Sony came from Disney, uh, came to Disney, excuse me, from Zoo Atlanta. Um, she's actually on episode four of the first season of The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. For those who want to check out more about Sony, that's Anala's mother. Her father was Melosi, who was actually born in the Honolulu Zoo, another zoo we have actually seen. Uh, we were at Honolulu. Um, but Anala, it means fiery. She's very feisty. And uh, she is uh, actually participates in her own health care, much like we were talking a little bit before about uh, Gino. Anala has been taught how to get uh, uh, sound cues, like a whistle or a certain sound to keep her make, so that she could show her paws, she'll show her tail, she'll show her ears, so that keepers can check on her. Because, again, keepers will not go into the same exhibit as a tiger as much as it you would love to jump in there and cuddle with a beautiful sumatran tiger they'll kill you so uh keepers do not go in there so what they do is when they go inside at night they will you know make a certain noise whistle or a certain sound and the tiger will come over and show her paw and stuff like that so anala has been taught to do that and, and it helps keepers and again you don't have to anesthetize them and knock them out and, and you know put the risks that are associated with that into um caring for these guys so any other words about anala before we move on to our last animal no i just also like that track as well i think it's really good what the track yeah the uh, yeah, and there are a couple of exhibits in, in, in. You almost can't even tell that there are two separate exhibits 
Um, but there are. There's the first one with the fountain, and then there's the other one that's over the bridge, and you actually see it almost at the end, too. There's a couple of different places where you actually are able to look into the exhibit. Our last animal <clears throat> is, of course, the Lion King, Dakari. <laughs> he is. Um, he was born on May 2, 2009, and he was actually born at the Virginia Zoo. He's one of the few that we're talking about today that was not born at Disney's Animal Kingdom. He is a, um, a transfer, again, SSP program. And he was uh, brought over from the P- Virginia Zoo. His brother actually went to Pittsburgh. His sister went to Knoxville. But he was brought over here, and he was uh, paired with two sisters, Kinsey and Kamari. Now, apparently, the sisters are very playful, and Dakari is very kind of low-key. He's very reserved. Um, but, you know, you sometimes see that he roars in the morning, the sisters particularly like to play with various things. They play with plastic balls, and I did not know this, but they put their favorite scents in these plastic balls, and their favorite scents are apparently clove, who knew, huh. cinnamon, who knew, and pumpkin pie, <laughs> which are all very similar, a little very folly, <laughs> very autumn uh, scents, but... Well, they're spices. I mean, and pumpkin pie scent is a blend of spices. Right. Like- Right, but that's, that's interesting. But that's their favorite scent, so that's what they put in there. They also like to give them uh, meat and fish frozen in a big block of ice. So it keeps them playful. Um, again, they also have been taught to use certain sounds to show their paws and show their tails and stuff like that. Little known fact about Takari, though, um, I um, I saw it. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the live action um, remake of The Lion King? No. I went to the theater and saw it. Um, uh, yes, I remember. <laughs> but, um, and Dakari was actually the model for the uh, live action version oh. of uh, the older Lion King. So Dakari is a little bit of a celebrity. But those are the five animals I have. Uh, we, we started to talk about today. Anything to add on Dakari before we move on? No. Dakari is easy to spot. He's always out. I would say he's probably the most recognizable. He's always out. Everyone's always looking for him. And, you know, he's kind of in the same spot every time I go. The the exhibit's actually... uh, But now I understand. It's because he's a celebrity. (laughs) He's a movie star. He's a movie star. And also, (laughs) as they explain, every time you drive on the safari, lions will sleep 19 to 20 hours a day. Mm -hmm. So you usually see him out like a light... But if you're there first thing in the morning or even better, one of the last trips at night, you may catch them roaring. Because when Dakari comes on exhibit and when he goes off exhibit, lions, when they wake up in the morning or whatever, like to roar. That is a signal to other lions, you know, other troop, other prides, excuse me, on the savannah, back off. This is my place. Little does he know that he's in Florida and not in Africa, so there's no other lions, no other lions roaring back. But he still, that's why they do that in the morning. It's a, a, a cue to, we're in our territory, back off. Um, so, But if you do go there, especially if you get like one of the first trams in the morning or sometimes uh, when you're before the night before they go in, you can catch him roaring. And it is pretty impressive. I don't know if yeah, you've ever... Didn't we do something on like morning and night and stuff? And the animals are most active in the morning and then like... In the whatever their sunset savanna one is, like yep. the late, the evening, yep. that's when you're going to have the most activity anyway. So, 100%. They're most active 
uh, when they first get out in the morning because they're first released onto their exhibit, they're checking things out. And usually keepers uh, will hide like little treats mm-hmm. and stuff for them to go, you know, searching for. And they know that they're not stupid. So they know, hey, we're back out on an exhibit. There's going to be treats. And before they go in at night, they're getting ready to go in for bed and stuff. They're kind of antsy and they want to get back in. Uh, but you're right. There's also the nighttime savannah, a safari ride, which I don't even know if they're doing right now. I know they weren't doing it um, wow. with COVID. I'd have to double check. They don't keep the park open that late right now. Um, but all that's changing. After all the, the simulated sun, like yeah. dusk and... I mean, they brought in, was it hyenas? Or? They brought in hyenas. Um, some hyenas are usually out there later. Meaning animals that you could only see if you took the, that's. I, and the lions were pretty impressive at night. I remember seeing them at night, but it's a great exhibit. It'd be a real shame if they got rid of that. I think they're going to do it. They don't do it all the time. There's, there are certain times of the year where they're not open as late. This is all changing back to, it's all going back to normal slowly but surely. Uh, so I'm sure they'll do it again. We'll um, have to look that up before we go. Yes, we will as we're getting ready for our trip. But those are five animals that I want to talk about. I know in the future we'll be talking about more. Um, uh, Christina and I already discussed Benny, the brand new uh, baby Okapi at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. will probably be on our next episode. So uh, not our next episode, but our, the next time we do um, do this. Uh, but again. I won't freak out. We're doing an Okapi. <laughs> We will do in a copy, yes. I already got a comment. <laughs> so we will do definitely do in a copy. Uh, we'll do some other things. And feel free you know, to, if you, you know, hey, can you talk about this animal or that animal? Feel free to tweet me at uh, Jumbo, everyone, and I'll be happy to look into it for you. I would say we, we had a couple more picked out. It was Benny. There were some other picked out. Um, we will do them eventually. But Benny was one of them. Um, you know, we will, we will delve into that. Yeah. We'll leave some mystery. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I just want to remind you one more time. You can go get a Stella or a Grace or a Dakari t-shirt, uh, uh at our tea public store. Check that out. The link is at Jumbo everyone. Um, also at, um, Safari underscore Mike on Instagram or at Disney's animal kingdom at Instagram. You can get the link and buy t-shirts and every single dime we make. Uh, goes to conservation, and we will be donating now to Gorilla Conservation. Um, the We will be donating to Grace and the Diane Fossey Foundation, which runs it. So um, if there is nothing else from my lovely bride, I will bid you all adieu, Kwaharini, and go well. <laughs> Now, who, 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 who,